audio. Everybody, oh, it's been so long since I've heard that. We screwed up last week, sort of. I was here. I did every day. Did you come in on Tuesday when we had the snow too? I did. Why? You knew nobody was going to be I here. I came down here mostly to see in? if anybody else was going to. Oh, come in. you came in to be snotty, is what I you did. did. Mostly, yeah. <laughs> uh, ironically, should have known. It was the on-air staff that made it. There was, I think everybody was everybody that's normally here in the morning did make it. Well, Monday night they before the snow even started they closed the interstate at eight o'clock before the uh, the first snowflake had fallen. I know it was brilliant. Yeah, and so well then I'm out. There's no way I can get in because it's a if you're pulled over it's a twenty five hundred dollar fine, and if you get stuck in it it's. Ten grand is what they charge you to pull you out. Insurance isn't covering that. Is <laughs> no. that what you're saying? So I was like, well, all right, I'm I'm not gonna make it in. And then we got busy with uh with some programming stuff we were doing for the radio station Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We never got around to doing an episode. So we're gonna be we're gonna be a week late with all the news. Yep. Are you ready? It should be more good news, but I don't know. I, I didn't really well, I came across a couple little things. All right, what do we what are we drinking in this podcast, Rob? Uh, this is the Wyoming whiskey. What was it? Was it a writer or something? Outrider. Outrider. You gotta say it cool. You gotta yeah, say it like have that kind of cool. Oh, this is a limited edition Outrider, hundred proof from Wyoming, and that's gonna be the first thing we talk about today. That was loud. You ready for that? I did bang a little loud on the table. I got to remember all of these things are connected to the table. <laughs> so every time I bang, yeah, the on microphone the table, and right, everything else, you're yeah. gonna hear that noise. Um. It was, that was, it was to me shockingly huge news last week when I heard that the Edrington, uh, Edrington Group, which is the parrot company of McAllen and Highland Park, which is another very uh, delicious scotch, bought Wyoming whiskey. It, that just shows Wait a minute, you how let much, me say that how again, much Rob. better this has gotten since the first bottle that we had. I don't think you felt the shock in my voice right there. Well, this is. There's some of this Wyoming whiskey that gets put into the whole allocated stuff that goes around here, too, you know. I mean, it's... Do you remember when we had that first bottle of Wyoming whiskey? Yeah. Like... Unfortunately, I do. And it was just a very short time ago. Three years ago, maybe? Four years ago? Wasn't very long ago. Yeah. And I believe we both said... No, thanks. Yuck. (laughs) (laughs) This this is not very good. But they've come out and since admitted that their first batch of, of whiskey wasn't up to the standard that they were hoping for right it was too young it was too new you know they didn't maybe know what they were doing 100 percent. but you got to think then too i mean what like i said what a drastic turnaround for for the company but to have somebody that is of the status of mccallan the the group that owns mccallan their first foray ever into american whiskey to say this is the one we want to purchase. And that is pretty impressive. Boy, that's got to be saying a lot. I can't imagine it was just a couple of ranchers and a and a lawyer, wasn't it? That started this whole thing you in know, Wyoming, I, I believe. It's been so long ago. I don't really remember the um, backstory behind it. Cattle ranchers Brad and Kate Mead and attorney David well, what DeFazio. What are you asking me for? Well, I I thought maybe you would know. 
since, you know, you grew up a little closer to Wyoming than I did. You live um, closer there now, though. Uh, during the first few years of Wyoming Whiskey, uh, former Maker's Mark master distiller Steve Nally oversaw the production on their 18-inch column still. He left in 2014 to join Bardstown Bourbon Company and was replaced by Elizabeth Serridge, then by Sam Mead, who was the son of Brad and Kate, who started it. Uh, and he's going to continue to oversee his head distiller going forward. Uh, in 2012 is when the first bottle of this rolled off the shelves. Uh, in an interview, DeFazio acknowledged problems with the initial releases, saying that they were bottled at a younger age than was ideal, and noting, I know we let some people down in the very beginning, but we've won them back. I would say that's Obviously. true. This is, this is a nice bourbon for... 100, 100 proof? 100 I mean. proof on this one, yeah. I, I don't know what they're, like I said, this is their limited edition, so I don't know really what that means. Oh, American straight whiskey instead of bourbon, I'm Right, sorry. American straight whiskey. So it's it's that it was interesting. Very, very big news, I think, as far as whiskey. I think my favorite story with Wyoming whiskey, though, is, we can tell this, can't we? The Chansey story? Um, well, I don't know if I'd say his name, but <laughs> especially now. Well, but I, I, I mean, I understand because, again, Wyoming Whiskey admitted they made a mistake with this. Yeah. Uh, Chansey Williams, who is uh, uh, a country star, country singer, uh, who's going to be, well, by the time this you hear this podcast, he will still be about a week out from playing yeah, his yeah. first gig at the yeah. Grand Old Opry. Yep. Right? Um, they, Wyoming Whiskey, he's from Wyoming. Big, um, big fan of Wyoming. Oh, obviously. Chansey, Huge proponent. Yes. Chansey loves the state where he was born and raised. Um, Wyoming Whiskey approached him and said, hey, we would love for you to be a sponsor of this. He said, I tried it. <laughs> he was like, uh, uh, we're, we're going to pass. Yeah. We're, we're going to go ahead and they pass. They should maybe one. approach him again. I think they should. I think that'd be a great idea. Yeah. I mean, he's there's no better spokesman for everything Wyoming than him. So. Yeah. And, and now that they've turned this around and are owned by Edrington, get in on yeah. it, big fella. You don't you don't want to you don't want to say bad things about Wyoming around a couple of them because it it gets mean. They are fighting words for sure. They are definitely. <laughs> uh, one of the other cool stories I saw last week, and we were trying to come up with a bottle of of Angel's Envy, but neither one of us had one, which is kind of surprising. Why don't we have a bottle of that either know, here or at it. your house? I'm I haven't had one at my house in a while. Okay, I don't have room for anything else. <laughs> uh, did you ever notice on the cork? That it has a 1010 on there? No. Did you ever see that? That's not the part of the bottle I'm looking at. <laughs> really? You're not smelling it? <laughs> Putting it under the nose? Not a small Letting it swirl yet. around? Um, I dump it in the glass and then smell it. Well, there's a reason why. And I don't know why I do that, because I can't smell nothing. It's just all <laughs> It's just all whiskey to, to you. Uh, they still put 1010 on their corks because it was released the very first release of angels envy came out in october of 2010 so they designed the bottles they printed the labels they they blended they did all the tweaks and then the master distiller lincoln henderson who was also the guy that played a part in creating gentleman jack oh. said this isn't ready we're not ready to roll this out yet and so all of the marketing Too people were like, courts, apparently. Yeah, they were like uh excuse me mr henderson we, we've got a truckload of corks out here <laughs> <laughs> that have the, the label 1010 on there. Where do you want the corks? <laughs> yeah. Um, so instead of throwing out perfectly good corks, they six months later, they used them, threw them on the bottle. And to this day, 
they leave it on there to show that Lincoln Henderson was never satisfied with, quote, just good enough. So I don't know if that's a good marketing story it's on their little, end. a little different than Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a little bit, a little bit. They decided not to roll uh, it out that quickly. Not, that wasn't meant to be an insult. No, no, no. This whiskey is, is quite nice. It is. This... It, it is the uh, Wyoming whiskey outrider. And you're right. They did have, uh, they did have that in an allocated. Uh, they do yeah, have some allocated bottles, bottles of this as yeah. well. I mean, I, you know, that's all production. I'm sure, just right. like anything else. But I was a little surprised, and they were, I think, fairly sought after in the group that we have around here. I assume that, you know, you can find this outside of just our region. Uh, well, I would think so. Sure, and it's now going to be. I wonder if they'll sell it in Scotland. I wonder if. I don't remember when I was over there, I wasn't, oh, I was, God. no, I'm saying, I'm just setting this up for, mm-hmm. I'm saying that I, yeah, I, was, I was not, over there, I, I wasn't seen. into whiskey at all. So I didn't know anything about it. I, I drank, I drank the, the, the sweetest one they had, which was a liqueur at the oh, time. I'm embarrassed by it, honestly. Changed. Right. Well, that's true. I still like it. Um, but I don't remember seeing like anything other than scotch in Scotland. Like American whiskeys, like a, like a Jack Daniels. Oh, I'd, certainly they have. They had there. to have, I'm sure, in in whatever bar. But we were so enamored with that first taste of the liqueur, we're like, well, now we're Scotch drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an, a very embarrassing story to tell. Not near as embarrassing that. as your Lagavulin Lafroig stories. <laughs> Look, we all jump into this wanting to be cool, all right? And I couldn't do it. <laughs> I tried really hard to be cool and I couldn't do it. So you can just let that oh story go. I can't. It's just so good. All right. I'm like, what do you like? Oh, well, I like bourbon. I'm kind of a jack guy, you know, blah, 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 blah. How about you? He's like, oh, well, Lagavulin. I'm like, what? It tastes like feet. It does. Oh, my God. It's so terrible. No, but haven't you ever seen Nick Offerman on The Office and blah, 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 yeah. blah? He's so cool. I was I've never so seen anybody fangirl out. Wasn't so much. on the office, Parks and Rec, uh, Parks Star and Rec, whatever. Fix that. I yeah, I really was a fanboy. That's yeah. That that is that's a more embarrassing story. Thank you for bringing it up again. Um, Have, is that how you work? I mean, seriously. I mean, I don't think I am. I'm like not like the Jack guy that because I saw somebody else. Drinking Jack. I mean, I'm like, oh, Frank's not to drink Jack, so I'm gonna, you know, that's not me at all. It, and that's the funny part. I think that is not me. I am not influenced by stuff like that Except at all. Except for people on Parks and Rec. But well, no, I think a lot of it too had to be with, again, <laughs> being over there, being in you the country that it's it made there. No, but I was aware you lived of it here. I was, I was aware of it when I was there. This here, and it kind of. And it, and it makes you want to be cool. You want to come back and say, not only was I in Scotland, but I was now a, you're a Scotch, I was a Scotch guy. drinker. I'm a Scotch guy. But that now. isn't the floofy stuff. Isn't what you came back apparently thinking you were. I was I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> I was a very confused man at that moment. That's already been almost not, ten years not ago. Not to go down that path. <laughs> well, well, we we sure can. Speaking of Jack Daniels and people that want to, people that wanna... have lost their ever loving minds <laughs> because I mean, some right. LGBTQ thing they don't agree with. I mean, I, stop being such a hillbilly, you 
rednecks. <laughs> it's God. you sent me the article, and then I had to go watch the video of this guy. And here's here's what just you know again without getting into the politics of it because I don't want to do that at all. Everybody has their own opinion about everything, right? But all of these big companies, they these these people these companies that are the size of Anheuser Busch or Brown, Brown Foreman, Foreman or they hire the best marketing people in the planet on the planet right they live well, they well they do they live eat and breathe yeah, marketing they hired me yet but okay well <laughs> they maybe, what does that say about you rob what is maybe have you looked it, it inside says, a little bit says, have you hmm, looked maybe inward we could pay this guy in product <laughs> and save a lot of money and we would both be happy they they they're constantly thinking about ways to sell their product they don't haphazardly jump into this stuff and that was a tough one i got that out they don't they don't haphazardly jump into this just on a whim to do this acidly to be to be to be woke which i would love any of these people that are so offended by this to describe to me what wokeness is for starters oh my god but i watched the video of this guy and and it, it was so stupidly staged. It was ridiculous. Goes he's in. probably dumped tea in all of his Jack bottles. <laughs> you know, he's I, got well, that hold hidden, on. hidden in milk jugs in, <laughs> in the that's, root cellar that's somewhere. That's what made probably. this funny to me. He goes in and he grabs his Jack Daniel's mirror. I'm done with this. Throws it in the garbage. Brings out this tray of glasses. The most haphazard happy meal mcdonald looking jack daniels glasses i've ever seen none of them matched none of them were you know i would have been you would have been embarrassed to display these and then he for those keeping score at home that is haphazardly has been used twice on the podcast so far today yeah you should mark that down we might give away prizes so he pours he dumps those in the garbage can and then he goes in and gets a some wall sign dumps that in his garbage can and then he's like, and I'm Did poor. he dump it or did he place it carefully in no, the No, he, he, he kind of threw them in. The, you could hear the glass break as it oh. was dropping in there. And then he goes in and grabs, he's like, well, now I'm going to go get my jack. And I'm thinking, oh, okay. Imagine just you're in, literally wearing overalls, okay, the beard, the not, whole, not, you can put a picture of this guy. Easy. No, I know, I know. But then he comes out with two bottles of Jack Fire and a bottle of Jack, <laughs> and a bottle of Jack Honey. I'm like, well, that you don't look like the kind of guy to be drinking that kind of stuff. I've right? got a bottle of Jack. Sure, fire and honey, you do. You know. But when was the last time you had it? Christmas. Okay, dumps all those out, right? And then he goes back inside and he's like, "And I've got probably the two most expensive bottles of Jack." Easy. He comes out with a bottle of Sinatra, which he said he paid two hundred and fifty dollars for, which is weird, and then a bottle of uh, Triple Mash that he said he paid a hundred dollars for. He needs to find a better liquor store. And then he dumped those in his little fire pit, and then he brings over a blowtorch and lights well, it. I hope he backed up. Lights it up. Well, it did. It, the, the funny thing is, is the, the flames didn't go like you would think they would go. Well, it's not gasoline. Well, but that's you know, no, but still it, 100 proof. It goes to my point of, yeah, I wonder if that was Jack Daniels in those yeah. bottles. All right. <laughs> my whole issue with any of this. Okay, so you're mad. It's not your thing. 
Yeah, still drink it. Drink now. it, and then just don't buy it again. Well, it's not going to turn you. I mean, right? That's that's. Uh, been thinking about <laughs> right all of a sudden. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's what I. Well, the dumbest part of the whole thing is that there, that campaign was a year and a half or two years ago for the that, Jack. Yeah, and I don't even remember. I don't remember that. it either because it wasn't a thing. Nobody, right now, with some idiots digging up crap on all these companies. Yeah, because they're they're trying to be inclusive they're not trying to right it's not about yeah it, show it, support showing support for somebody isn't like excluding anybody else exactly that's the you, key I mean, look at look at you making the well, point I, Rob. I know and all you bud light drinkers i mean let's stop pretending that was beer to begin with <laughs> if you're gonna drink a bud drink a bud heavy or a bush light the, i mean but right. so what they made a can with this person's image or whatever that's it gives a shit that's always been my take on it too there's been lots of things stupid things companies have done that have not made me stop buying from those companies i guess just because it's we, li- we live in a day and age where you flip the calendar or you, you go to the next day everybody's forgotten about I it know. anyway and that's why they're gonna be down and needing a 12 pack of whatever what do you think they're gonna do a month from now yeah exactly because you know i'm sorry miller light I'm st- you. Those are fighting, I know, fighting words st- around my wife. But, all and, right? and then there's plenty of people that like it, God. but I'm not buying it. I I've tried it. I, what's your, what's your favorite cheap beer to go to? I mean, what's the one you buy when you just buy to have a beer? Bushlight. Is it really? Yeah. I like Budweiser too. When it's yeah. If I'm only gonna have one or two, I'll take a Bud. Huh. Interesting. All right. Uh, okay. Let's take a let's take a hard 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 <laughs> left turn here. You're well aware of the Pope. I'm aware. I'm aware that, that there, there is, is one. one yes. Okay, Pope Francis is his name. Going into his tenth decade now, or not decade, tenth year as the Pope, right? Ten years. He must be in tight with God <laughs> if he's lasted that long. Uh, there is a ten-year bottle of high-end Kentucky bourbon that oh, I believe was I made. Yeah, this. that they put the uh, papal seal on the co- the Pope's coat of arms. It's papal. Not papal. It's not papal. It's papal. Just uh, checking. Just wanted to make sure you weren't throwing out words haphazard. I got this one. That's Ding. three. <laughs> Father Jim Shishko <laughs> is releasing 125 bottles of a rare 10-year-old Willet with the papal seal, and the money raised is going to go towards supporting the papal missionary of mercy, is what it's called. The bottles, you can only get them online uh, at an online auction and a raffle. He is given, every time he meets the Pope, he gives the Pope a bottle of bourbon. I just want to be there <laughs> when the Pope takes that back to his little Pope room, wherever he, wherever the Pope sleeps. A little Pope mobile. Yep. And I wonder, <laughs> wonder if he just sits there, cracks a couple open, pours a couple out, gets about half buzzed. This is the body and the. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Starts starts dialing like uh, Buddhists. <laughs> you know, prank I mean, phone yeah, calls. Yeah, prank phone calling from people. the Vatican. <laughs> hey, Dolly Lama. <laughs> and it's actually him. Yeah, so I got that going for me. Ah, that would be great. <laughs> hey, Lama. <laughs> Lama. Hey, Lama. Oh, there will be no money. What's going on, bro? But on, but on your deathbed. <laughs> You shall receive eternal peace. He's given, I believe he's given the Pope two bottles of Pappy as well. And you know the Pope's not, he's not cracking the seal on those things. Why wouldn't So you? where are they going? Who's getting them? 
there's a joke here that I'm yeah, not comfortable I'm telling. Sure I won't. We'll we'll leave that one alone. All right. It's um, not a sin. It's not a sin. So you uh, you sent me an article too last week. Did I? With the title, "The One Thing You Should Always Do When Drinking Bourbon." I hate these articles. <laughs> I hate them I don't, so I don't remember. Much. I'm laying in bed scrolling through Twitter. <laughs> like, yeah. Just randomly sending Houston me these says headlines. I never contribute, so here. <laughs> Here's an article that I read the headline of. Um, I don't I don't like, well, we, we kind of started this whole podcast off of, you know, if, if you like it, you drink it. You don't. You don't let snobs tell you what you should and shouldn't do with your with yeah, your whiskey. If you don't like it, just shut up and don't drink it. But we've it's, it's we've, fine. we've 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 drink it how you like it. Seven percent of us have kind of turned into that though, a little bit, a little seven percent. We've we've upped our we've upped our. You can hey, drink yours however you want to drink it. If you're going to drink mine, we have to have a talk first. Oh, that's how we're going to approach this. <laughs> okay, that's where we're. Hey, gonna man, go if you're here. gonna if you're gonna tap into one of these bottles that I've struggled to find, then, then you're not dumping coke on it. Let's just be honest. Oh, that's fair. I yeah, I get that. If it's your bottle of Eagle Rare or E. H. Taylor or or old birthday bourbon, or do, do whatever you want. Sure, oh, Jesus, that's even. We might have that's diet. Pepsi's you might you might different. step in a little there. Too. Diet, that's what you're telling me. Coke is one thing, but Pepsi is. Bars with Pepsi <laughs> shouldn't be allowed. Well, here's their answer to this this question or the or the statement: the one thing you should always do in drinking bourbon, and that is properly sample the bottle before serving it. How else are you going to serve it unless you open it and try it? Well, you've heard of the what's called the Kentucky Chew, right? Yeah, that's a thing you've heard. That's kind of what they're talking about here. And he described in this article, what is the perfect tasting technique? Okay. <laughs> Let's see how much of this you agree with, no, Rob. Just give it to me. First off, hold the whiskey up to the light and observe the color in the legs. Now, your glass, did you wash that no, one? Because I see is, it coming this, through, this is a remnant <laughs> through the window. And it looks a little, it looks a little, it's okay, got, I, well, I I've, been si- I've been sitting here with it for 20 minutes now and it's got fingerprints all over but it, i don't so know it looked clean-ish when i grabbed it off my desk i mean the color is kind of fun to look at i don't know what that means when it comes to how a whiskey tastes though i've had great light colored whiskeys i've had great dark colored whiskeys right okay and, and the well, legs yeah. is something i still don't understand really well it's supposed to if it's got a higher amount of alcohol in it it's supposed to take longer for it to Zoom down the side of the glass. Is okay, that, and then what is that? So, so what? You know what else I can do? I can look at the bottle to tell me what the proof is and the percentage of alcohol and how much is in there. Why do I need to look I at it? I don't know. Okay, let's, we'll move on past those two things that we don't like. <laughs> then you're supposed I'm to- I'm not going to like any of them. Well, you're supposed to place your nose into the glass with your lips parted and breathe through your mouth to smell the whiskey without burning your nose with alcohol vapors. Now we've How already, do you smell breathing through your mouth? You take it, take a breath in through your mouth, and you can you can smell. You can still, and you don't get the vapors. You don't get the vapors, right? <laughs> Although we've had this, this has been sitting in the glass long enough to where that's gone by now. But that is the out of all of these tips I've heard, that's the best one. I always forget. Right. I always forget to open my mouth. Yeah, to breathe through your now your mouth because you do you. Then you can start to pick out those little, I mean, I can't do it like certain people can, 
but at least I can get one or two. Right, like caramely. Yeah, although I seem to always go to caramel. So always, it's, I always it's, seem to get that it's one. It's charred oak barrels. It's caramely, and if you don't right. get caramel on it, you're messing it up. Now remember, this is these are steps in what's called the Kentucky Chew. So next, you're supposed to sip the whiskey, swishing it all around your mouth, and smacking your lips together after you swallow. Ready? <laughs> Can't do this without laughing. Hang on. I've never seen anybody do that in person. That's so. supposed to allow you to properly assess all of the intricacies your bourbon has to offer. It's caramel. <laughs> Little vanilla. Just, just caramel. I got I got it. I switched it like it did mouthwash. Yeah. That, and that really made it burn. It's going to make the police officer really happy when he pulls you over on the way home. That really, Excuse really. Excuse me, sir. Have you been drinking? Well, I just had this thimble just had full. Some, just had a little bit of Wyoming mouthwash, yeah, officer. But I, but I bathed in it. <laughs> so that's those are those are the steps you're supposed to take. And of course, we've heard recently. I've been hearing the when you pour it into the bottle. For every year that it's been in the bottle, you're supposed to let it sit that many minutes before you touch it. So if it's a four year whiskey, you let it sit in your glass for four minutes. Fine. <laughs> if I had to wait fifty years before I touched it, we'd, <laughs> wait, fifty wait, minutes. Wait a, that, yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness, like, I can't imagine, right. <laughs> I'd be on to something else by then. Well, we got to have that Glendronic uh, that Justin opened up at the I, Windsor I, I, for us, was which was a different way in my head. I'm which sorry. was a 27-year-old scotch. Yeah, I don't think I would. I couldn't have sat there for almost for a half, half an, an hour, hour before you drank it. And then after you, it's the four minutes for each year, and then it's four seconds you leave it on your tongue before you swallow it. Supposedly, what? These are the rules. Yeah. So it's a, it, let's let's say you've got a bottle of Henry McKenna ten year bottle. So you're bottle. supposed to wait ten minutes. Ten minutes while it sits Not in the glass. Four minutes for every no, year. No, no, no. One minute. One for a minute, minute for every year. You let it well, sit for ten minutes. Wrong, I'm sorry. And then you, when you put it in your mouth, you let it sit on your this tongue for ten seconds. This is why I don't seconds. like rules because people keep changing them whenever they. It's well, like it, statistics. It they just ninety percent of all statistics are made up on the spot. <laughs> oh, like you're just making up rules. It. All right. That's the that's the that's the Kentucky so ten year and you're supposed to wait for ten minutes and then you're supposed to do what with the four seconds leave it on your tongue for ten seconds it's a second on your in your mouth for every second in the bottle a minute in the glass for that's every a lot of in seconds in the bottle if it's a ten year that's a lot of seconds in a year there's like eighty six thousand four hundred seconds in a year listen listen to me I'm listening to you are you listening to you listen I'm gonna I'm gonna make this clear I'm trying I, have I swear a, to God this is a ten year old Henry McKenna. I pour it into my glass. Yeah. I let it sit for 10 minutes. Yes, sir. Okay. Got that part. After, after 10 minutes are it, up. After you said it three times and confirmed the, it twice after out the of the three. 10 minutes are up. You take a sip of it yep. and you hold it in your mouth before you swallow for 10 seconds. So it's a second for every year yeah, in, your, in mouth. your mouth. Then what was four seconds for? I was saying if it was a four-year whiskey. Oh, that's why I was. Holding, I thought you were going to go like this. Got to be four seconds no, for every no, year, and no, then. No. Oh. I'm. Listen to this when you're done. Listen to this on the way home and tell me that you aren't messing this up a little. I I don't I didn't think I did. Yeah. Listen, I'm I will, happy I will, to be listen, wrong. I'm, I'm wrong a lot. My I'm wife let, tells me all the time. I'm going to let Joni, Dylan, Travis. And who else listens to this? Oh, I was like, who yeah, the I'm hell let, are you I'm talking about? I'm going to let them tell us. 
what I said. Who do you know that uh, listens to this? Weigh in on the comments if this is on somewhere where there's comments. I I don't know. <laughs> Bruner listens to it. Oh, yeah, Dan will, too. He'll tell us. Oh, that'll be, that'll be the first that'll be the first text I get will be from Dan. I know. Yeah, Justin listens to it. I Does think. he? Okay. I so we got a, we got I a couple I, pre- I appreciate all of you. Apparently Jeff in West Virginia. Or Texas. One no, of those Texas is the guy that won't give us the website we want. Oh, that's right. So Jeff be, in Virginia is the... Mainly because we haven't asked. And that then, costs so much money. Oh, yeah. How long is he going to sit on? Hey, it? didn't we buy the? Didn't we buy the binging bourbon? We got to do something with that too. Although the more I think about that, the more I'm like, God, is that the right message to, <laughs> to send? I think <laughs> anybody... we did buy it. Yeah. In a moment of at the end of one of these things, where I just texted somebody and said, "Hey, buy this." So if anybody would like to own that <laughs> that URL, you can buy it from us if you want. If you want to start that up? All right. How'd we do, Rob? Pretty good for. Well, I like I, I gotta say this Wyoming whiskey is. It's really I'm it's a fan. it's so much better. I do remember that very first taste of the bottle we had three or four years ago, and it, it yeah it I, I again not that it wasn't drinkable, but it was so young, it was so hot, and well, it had and a, we, and it just had an off putting flavor. To be fair, to be fair, we were newbies at it too. So I mean, I don't think we were the only one that didn't think it was great. But. Well, if the co-founder said we screwed up you know then maybe we weren't wrong for sure how were the legs on that one rob i don't know i can't my, see my through. Gla- my did you wash your are... hands today or i'm oily Dang, that's... <laughs> we had this conversation while i was walking in here i'm greasy all right everybody <coughs> thanks so much for for listening know, to I a couple of pretty good you know they're still dripping down there greasy oily dudes talking about whiskey <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's genetics. Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey at Work. I am the producer and host, Mark Houston, along with Rob Henry. Our shows are engineered by Chris Jaquis, and the video and audio editing is done by our own Russ Haddon. If you like what you hear, we would love a five-star review wherever you rate your podcast and leave us a comment as well. It's Whiskey at Work on the Home Slice Audio Network. Whiskey at Work.